Well, we hear quite a change in what happens with Peter from last Sunday's gospel to today's gospel. And these are actually back-to-back when you put them together in Scripture. So last Sunday's gospel, Jesus calls Peter the rock on whom I will build my church. He says to Peter that truly only God could have revealed this to him, that he is the Christ. And then this Sunday he says, get behind me, Satan. You are speaking not as God does, but as human beings do. How can that change happen where at one moment Jesus sees God the Father speaking through Peter and and the very next moment, the very next passage, we hear him say, get behind me, Satan. How can that happen? Well, I want to talk to you a little bit about discernment of spirits, how we can discern between God speaking to us and between Satan speaking to us, because that's what happened to Peter. At one, one moment, he was listening to God the Father reveal to him that this truly was Christ. And at the second moment, he's listening to Satan tell him, God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall ever happen to you when Jesus says he's going to embrace the cross. The truth is that there's always different voices operating in us, the voice of God and the voice of enemy. And sometimes it's our own voices speaking to us. So how do we discern the spirits? How do we discern what's God's voice and what's the enemy's voice? Now, it would seem pretty obvious uh, today. It's pretty stark contrast. But a lot of times Satan is more subtle than that. And that's why we hear in the second reading from St. Paul that he says that you may discern what is good and pleasing and perfect. So ultimately, discernment will lead us to God's voice. And for our lives, it's going to lead us what, to what is good and pleasing and perfect. So it's important that before I talk about discernment, there's a couple principles that you understand. St. Ignatius taught the rules for discernment, and what he would teach is that there's, there's really two, two, ways that we, two ways of life that are so important for us to realize which one we are in. So the first way of life is probably the one that applies to most of you. The first way of life is people that go to Mass every Sunday, they lead a good and holy and moral life, and there's no mortal sin, they're striving from good to better, they're praying every day, they're really striving to grow in their prayer life. That's the first way of life. And the second way of life is a person that is not going to Sunday Mass, or sometimes misses Sunday Mass, and is going from mortal sin to mortal sin, they're not praying every day, and they're leading a life that is taking them away from God. So there's very two different lifestyles. And it's important that we know which one we're leading. And I think that's why Jesus says, to, says at one time that he'd rather us be either hot or cold, not lukewarm. He would spit us out of his mouth if we were lukewarm, because if we're lukewarm, it's really hard to tell and discern the voice of God and the voice of the enemy. And I'll tell you why. So for this person, Probably most of you that are leading good, holy, moral lives are going to Mass, praying every day, striving to grow closer to God. The voice of God for this person, because they're on the right track, they're on the path to heaven, is always going to be a voice of encouragement. It's going to be a voice that increases our faith, our hope, and our love. So anything that we hear in our hearts or souls that brings us peace, brings us any of the gifts or fruits of the Holy Spirit, is probably from God, and we can listen to that voice. Now, Satan's not happy that we're on this path. He doesn't like you going straight to heaven like that, so he's going to try to get you off the path, and 
he's going to come at you in a different way. He is going to discomfort you. He's going to try to discourage you, to try to do anything he can to decrease your faith, hope, and love. He's going to cause fear and anxiety and doubt and shame and guilt. Anything coming from that is not of God, it's of Satan. And so, as Christians, as faithful Christians, we can renounce the enemy. We can renounce that voice. Now, here's the interesting thing. The voices switch. So if somebody's on this path and they're going the wrong way, they're missing Mass on Sunday, they're going from mortal sin to mortal sin, they're not praying every day, their life is definitely on the wrong path, the voices will change. Because Satan has the person right where he wants them. And so he's going to be very soothing and very comforting. You're doing okay. Don't worry, there's a lot of people worse off than you. This is probably one of my favorite lines of Satan for this person. You're a good guy. Every, don't, you're, you don't have to go to Mass. You're a good guy. Don't worry about anything else. And God, notice, is going to speak the opposite that he does to the, to the person going to heaven. He's going to do anything he can to get the person off this path. And so that's where he will use guilt and shame and discomfort and disquietude and anything that he can to knock this person off that path and hopefully bring them back to the right path. So can you see why it's important that you know which path you're on? Because if we don't know which path we're on, it's going to be very hard to discern the voice of God and the voice of the enemy. So let's presume you're on the good path. Okay, You're, you're trying your best. You're going to Mass on Sunday. You're um, praying every day. You're trying to grow in grace, hope, and virtue. God will always speak to you in consoling words. And that's where we get to what discernment is. So discernment is not the choice really between good and bad. That's pretty evident. Like we know what's good and what's bad. We don't even have to discern that. You just do the good. But St. Paul tells us what true discernment is. It's choosing that which is good and pleasing and perfect. So discernment really comes when we have a choice between two goods. You know, think about someone that is going off to college and they have to choose a college. Well, we can actually discern which college God is calling them to. Or maybe you're about to make a life decision or sell your house or buy a new house. We can actually discern what God wants of us. And it'll be that which brings the most good into our lives. The other thing about discernment is that God does want us to, to live a, a wonderful, pleasurable life here on earth and ultimately in heaven. And so discernment really will be which one is, if it's good, which one will bring us the most pleasure and satisfaction. And ultimately, finally, that which is perfect. Discernment helps us choose the perfect path. Discernment helps us choose that path that will continue to lead us closer to God the Father. So it's so important, first of all, that you realize which path you're on. Are you on the path leading to God or are you on the path away from God? If you're on the path away from God, you got to go to confession. Return to him, come back to the sacraments. And if you're on the path leading towards God, discernment ultimately then is choosing what is good and pleasant and perfect. And we can do this in every choice that we make. So I invite you this week just to think about that. With, with every choice that you make, try to discern with God whatever is good, whatever is pleasing, and whatever is perfect.